0: lot talk radio paper hey, roller blank right after it so if i have to i will go ahead and- Welcome to the Motor Mouth Mosley Radio Show. You have reached the man cave here in Redan, Georgia. I am your host, Motor Mouth Mosley, aka Carl Mosley. Don't have a whole lot going on tonight. Got a great football game, which actually was a little bit of a shock that it ended up being a good game. But more importantly, uh, we lost a great human today. We lost a great man, Mr. Nelson Mandela passed away. At 95 years of age, uh, pr- imprisoned in South Africa for 27 years for fighting for the freedom uh, against apartheid. Um, once released, the African National Congress was created. Um, he became president of South Africa, which was absolutely unheard of. Uh, You're talking about historic. You're talking about icon. You're talking about a great man. Um, uh, pretty unbelievable what he uh, was subjected to throughout his life uh, in South Africa in his later years. Um, definitely uh, gained world uh, acclaim, um, and the reason uh, why he's mentioned on the show tonight's show. Is that not only uh, was he a great man, but he was a great lover of sports. Uh, um, he had a comment that I'm uh, efforting right now to uh, pull up uh, that uh, uh, kind of encompasses the, the, the value of sport uh, in today's society, the good value, not the corrupt value, but the good value. Of sport uh, in today's society is quote uh, is as follows: Sports has the power to change the world. It has the power to inspire. It has the power to unite people in a way that little else does. It speaks to youth in a language they understand. Sport can create hope where once there was only despair. It is a power. It is more powerful than government and breaking down racial barriers, you know um, he said a lot, and when I read that earlier, uh, I had read it before in years gone by, but uh, when I read it earlier this evening i um, i I just kind of shook my head and it it just it just took me back to a place where uh, the the pure essence of sport uh, the the part of sport that isn't corrupt by uh, color or or money—it's uh, just the bare essence of what sport is supposed to be about. Uh, um, I, I, it it just takes you back to the, the true value uh, that sport has when it talks about camaraderie and uh, dedication and uh, relying on uh, your teammates and and knowing that your teammates are relying on you and. Uh, it's just, uh, it's just pretty special to uh, uh, hear the words of Mr. Mandela and uh, how it really doesn't matter uh, your background, uh, your uh, religion, your age. But when you're playing sport, it's all about um, coming together as one. And if it's a team sport, it's, it's all about coming together. And the only colors that matter are the colors on your uniform, Um, and sport does that um, unlike anything else in this world. Um, It bonds people, it bonds friends, and uh, it unites us. It brings us together uh, even as fans. Um, You can see people of uh, different backgrounds and uh, beliefs and, and economic situations and you can just see them come together, you know, for a for a team or or an athlete. And you know, some people say, "Well, it's only sport, you know, it shouldn't be that big of a deal." Well, that's people who probably never played, never appreciated, never understood the true value of what sport can uh, bring to the table. Um, I just think that it's uh, it's uh, he, he was a great man. He did a lot for South Africa athletes uh, on a world level. It was a great movie uh, done a few years ago starring uh, Morgan Freeman uh, and Victus in relations to the South African rugby team. And uh, it it, it just encompasses the, uh, uh, the relationship that Nelson Mandela had with the clerk uh, there was also another movie uh, along those lines, uh, you, know, uh, you know, as children, we read a lot of history about some of the great men uh, of the world and of our time, of a time gone by, but uh, for the few of us who really understood what Mr. Mandela was about, we've lost a great one. Uh, he was definitely an icon. was it perfect. Absolutely not. None of us are. But he was a great one. So uh, I would advise, I would suggest, I would recommend that any of uh, you uh, who want to learn a, at least a little bit more uh, about Mr. Mandela, uh, I know that movies sometimes, Hollywood things, and kind of glamour them up, but Invictus is a great one. Uh, Mandela and the Clerk is another great one. And then there's this new one out with uh, Idris Elba starring uh, as Nelson Mandela. I would highly recommend it, and I would assume that this will uh, uh, inspire people to go check out the movie with his passing. God bless Mr. Mandela for all he did for all of us, Uh, not just for black South Africans, not just for South Africa, but for all of us. I just want to send uh, the Motormouth Mosley, um, condolences to Mr. Mandel and his family okay on a lighter note we got sports we got action we got a football game tonight that's going on uh, as I said I thought it was going to be a, you know just an ugly game uh, a game that nobody really wanted to watch and of course there's no one really talking about it uh, but you know it's it's turning out to be a decent game. It's 17 to 14. Jacksonville's up. Uh, I did pick Jacksonville to win that one. Uh, uh, so we'll see how that goes. I believe there's. Uh, I just went into the fourth quarter. He got about 12 and a half minutes left in the fourth, uh, and uh, uh, you know we'll we'll be tracking that. Also, some of the big news that happened over the last few days was uh, Coach Mike Tomlin, Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, long-time coach, a well-respected coach, uh, usually pretty classy coach, um, got hit, got hit, take a moment, got hit with a $100,000 fine, not for swinging at a player, not for jumping on an official, but not even to making contact with the player on the field. He was close, uh, jumped out of the way. I guess they felt he interfered with the psyche of the guy running the ball. Um, but as far as I know, he didn't make contact with the guy. He didn't tackle the guy, um, but got hit with a $100,000 fine. Seems a bit much to me. Um, there was some talk early that he would be – Punished with, uh, you know, the team losing some uh, draft pick or changing their draft status, and I'm sitting there going, "Are you serious?" I mean, uh, I they were, you know, it, it really wasn't that big of a deal to me but I guess it was to the NFL or Goodell, or he felt the need to flex his muscles or something. So he hit him with a $100,000 fine, which, you know, Tomlin makes millions a year, so it's really not going to really affect him a whole heck of a lot. But just too much is being made of it. It wasn't anything that was premeditated. It wasn't anything that affected the score of the game. He didn't disrespect anybody. Coaches are on the field yelling at the refs and getting in the refs' faces. There wasn't a penalty call. that's what should have happened. He should have gotten flagged for fifteen yards, um, and then you know it, it you know, all been done. But um, you
1: know, Goodell felt
0: the need to flex his big boy muscles as the commissioner uh, has seen fit over the last few years, and uh, hit him with a hundred thousand dollar fine. Uh, the money will go into a fund, I believe, that that, is, that benefits a charity. So it's not a bad deal. I'm sure he gets, probably gets to write it off on his taxes. But in either case. Uh, you know that was the news of the week, and the news of today happens to be that uh, Florida State quarterback redshirt freshman Jameis Winston, who has been under investigation for a sexual assault that allegedly happened over a year ago, uh, the Florida uh, District Attorney, I guess, she, I guess he was the District Attorney, Attorney General, uh, State Attorney, uh, announced today that. Uh, there wasn't enough evidence to uh, pursue charges against James Winston. If they would have filed charges uh, for a felony against James Winston, he would have immediately been removed from the Florida State football team. Uh, which you know, somewhat that, that there's a little bit you know, uh, guilty until proven innocent, innocent until proven guilty kind of thing going on there. Uh, just because he's uh, indicted uh, is no admission of guilt is no claim of guilt is that he got charged but in either case the Florida State bylaws if you are indicted, that you are immediately removed from any athletic team uh, uh, related to the school fortunately for Florida State that didn't happen now you know it kind of you know the the, the Jameis Winston side of it has always said that they that the sex happened between he and the alleged victim accuser whatever you want to call it, then it actually did happen, but that it was consensual. Uh, so there was no necessity of a, uh, you know, any criminal charges being filed. Uh, I guess I, I don't know exactly what evidence the uh, state attorney came up with, but in either case, uh, he viewed it as not enough to – uh, that it was something, a case that they could win or they, they should pursue. Um, you know, some people will look at this and some will say, well, it's an athlete getting a pass because he's a star athlete. Some people will look at the whole thing and say, well, uh, she was just a gold digger trying to go after some money or trying to go after some fame or, uh, you know, he was he had a bullseye on his back because of who he is. You know, the odd thing about the whole thing was that this uh, – Incident supposedly happened over a year ago and now all of a sudden that he is a premier marquee athlete uh, rears its ugly head now uh, we spoke on the show a few weeks ago and whether or not this was something that um, the Heisman voters would take into consideration and would this be justification enough for them not to vote for him Uh, I have been pouting over the last few weeks that I believe that A.J. McCarron, the quarterback at Alabama, was, you know, the shoe-in for winning the Heisman uh, because not necessarily that he was the best player in college football, but that uh, he was definitely the best winner in college football. He was going to have, you know, at that point in time, it looked like he was going to have three national championship rings going for him. Um, an unbelievable winning record as a starting quarterback, back to back national championships. So it kind of looked like he was, you know, going to be the shoe in guy for weeks, it, it, you know, in my opinion. But with Auburn knocking off Alabama last week, that shook up everything. So not only did it knock McCarron probably out of the Heisman. It probably knocked Alabama out of the national championship consideration unless there's a whole lot of shaking up going on in some of these conference championship games and some of these season-ending games uh, for the higher-ranked teams. So there's a way that Alabama could get back into the picture and A.J. McCarron still could win the Heisman possibly. But, uh, you know, it was looking very sketchy for Jameis Winston for a few weeks Uh, But now it seems like the door has been opened, and uh, I don't know if there was something uh, under the table that happened or something that was uncovered, or I don't know exactly what happened with the whole thing in Florida. But in either case, uh, I don't want to go as far as to say that he's been exonerated, but he definitely, um, at this point in time, uh, is not going to be charged with any type of crime. And... uh, the Heisman voters, honestly, now uh, don't have uh, any reason not to uh, vote for him uh, for the Heisman. It just seems like it's been uh, a season to end all seasons uh, for a freshman quarterback. The only thing that I can see them possibly punishing him for was, you know, giving it to another freshman in back-to-back years after Johnny Manziel won it, you know, last year. Then had all this other off-the-field, bizarre media hype, blown-out-of-proportion stuff going on. Uh, I don't know if Winston will have the same type of situation going on with him. He doesn't seem the same type of character as Johnny Manziel. But uh, uh, now, uh, unless something drastic happens, uh, Florida State plays Duke uh, this weekend for the ACC championship. I believe that game's in Charlotte uh That shouldn't uh be a close game. they should dominate that game if that holds true and he has a above average st- statistic game. I believe that uh that will be the hill in the coffin and he will be this year's heisman winner. Um, if I had votes, uh who would I invite to New York for the ceremony um You know, uh, it'll be a bunch of guys who will show up. They really don't – they won't lay any claim to having a chance of winning. Uh, There will be some guys who will get invited, I would guess. I would think that – I think it's Andre Williams, the running back out of Boston College. He'll probably get an invitation. Um, Like I said, I believe definitely that Jameis Winston will get an invitation. Uh, Johnny Manziel. Uh, may get an invitation. He's had a great year. Uh, A&M's lost a couple of games. That uh, you know, it, is, it is the rough, roughest conference in college football. So you know you're going to get you know knocked off you you got LSU, Alabama, Auburn, A&M, Mississippi, uh, Missouri. Yeah, you're going to lose a few games. Uh, no matter just about no matter who you are. Uh, so I think that he deserves a shot. Braxton Miller. Uh, I would have probably invited if he was uh, on the field more this year. He missed a few games early in the season, uh, so I don't see him getting an invite. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else. Marcus Mariota, uh, quarterback out of Oregon, I see him getting a shot. He'll get an invite, and they'll all sit around, and they'll get up and they'll watch Jameis Winston stand up and win the award. Hey, folks, you listen to the Motomoff Mosley radio show. It's now... uh, Let's see, it's 840 left in the fourth quarter. The score is now Jacksonville 24, Houston 20. The game is being played in Jacksonville. Um, It looks like a pretty tight battle. It looks like a pretty good game going on. looks like Matt Schaub is back in at quarterback for the Houston Texans. Uh, Case Keenum, quarterback out of uh, Houston, the University of Houston, was uh, carrying the reins. and uh, last time I looked, he threw a pass uh, that just didn't make any sense at all. Uh, probably one of the worst passes that uh, just deserved to be intercepted. Um, but now it looks like Shaw is back, former Atlanta Falcon quarterback. Uh, ended up going down to Houston. I believe Houston played kind of dearly for him. Atlanta thought that uh, Michael Vick was going to be the answer and uh, that was right before all the dogfighting accusations and charges and sentences happened. And so they shipped down Shaw to Houston, and uh, Houston was all happy to have him. He looked good early. Uh, he struggled staying healthy over the last few years, but he's actually a pretty good quarterback. I think he's out of the University of Virginia. Uh, Wahoo-wah! Uh, but uh, we'll see if he can lead a fourth-quarter comeback. I uh, want to review, preview uh, this weekend's games real quick. We did uh, do our picks on Tuesday night, but uh, I definitely want to go over them real quick. I uh, hope you can keep up. I've got Houston over Jack. Excuse me. I've got Jacksonville over Houston. I've got Cincinnati over Indianapolis. I've got Green Bay over Atlanta. Cleveland over New England over Cleveland. Oakland over the Jets, Detroit over Philly, Pittsburgh over Miami, Tampa over Buffalo, Kansas City over Washington, Baltimore over Minnesota, Denver over Tennessee, Arizona over St. Louis, San Diego over the New York Giants, Seattle knocking off the San Francisco 49ers, New Orleans taking care of business at home over the Carolina Panthers, and of course, my Dallas Cowboys. Dominating the Chicago Bears and a bunch of the ex-Cowboys that are now on the team. Those are my NFL picks for the weekend. You've got uh, my power rankings as I went over the other night also. I want to go down them real quick uh, for the NFL. My number six team is the Carolina Panthers. I've got Kansas City. Uh, that's not right. That's the week before. I'm going to slap my uh, assistant for just messing me up, and I think the, I think it was a conspiracy. I think they did it on purpose. Uh, let's see. There's the right one. I've got New Orleans at my number five team. I've got Carolina at my number four team. I've got England at number three, and I've got Denver at number two, Seattle at number one. If I were to make my list a little bit longer, I'd have, hmm, let's see, I'd have Kansas City and San Francisco right on the edge uh, of making it in the top five, but they are iced out. Uh, They don't make it in right now on my NFL picks. I'm 119 and 70 and one tie, which nobody picked. Um, But uh, again, a great weekend of football coming up. Got some great games. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the late game on Sunday. Uh, the, the afternoon game on Sunday and then the late game on Sunday and of course Monday night football that would be Seattle against San Francisco Carolina against New Orleans and Dallas against Chicago it's, uh, it's going to be a great 24 uh, hour period of football this weekend uh, can't wait to watch it uh, but we'll see what goes on also did want to touch on a couple of things that's going on back on the islands, back in Hawaii. i got the University of Hawaii Wahine volleyball team going into the playoffs. want to wish those ladies the best of luck. I've got the University of Hawaii football team getting their first and only win of the season. Uh, they close out the year, I believe, 1-11, which is nothing to brag about, absolutely. I understand that. But it was just so nice to see those boys be rewarded after all their hard work uh, with the victory, because uh, the one thing uh, I did notice from watching the few games that I was able to watch was that these boys fought their hearts out. Uh, they were handicapped in a couple of ways. Uh, one of them, in my opinion, was on the sidelines, but uh, you know they persevered, they stayed strong, they stayed true, and they won uh, their last game of the season. Whether or not that one victory compounded with an extensive, overpaid, overlength contract uh, for Coach Norm Chow, uh, don't know if uh, if it's enough to uh, keep him his job for the next year. Uh, there's a couple of guys that people in, have on their wish list. You know, Coach Dino Babers with the Eastern uh, Illinois Panthers that are uh, going into the FBS. Playoffs this weekend, wish them nothing but the best. Um, Coach Brian Norwood, who's an assistant with the Baylor Bears, his name has been mentioned. Coach Josie Amala, who is on the Oregon State staff, uh, has been mentioned. Uh, So some of these guys, who knows, maybe one guy will get the job and he'll hire the other ones, and uh, we'll get a big old reunion back on the islands of X Rainbows uh, who have a a true connection to the program and a true love and a true uh, will to see success rain back on the Rainbow Warriors. Uh, Maybe that will happen. But at this point in time, they're stuck with Norm. We'll see how it goes. I was talking with some friends the other day on another note. I want to go back to uh, some NFL real quick. I was talking to one of my uh, more astute, more knowledgeable uh, Dallas Cowboy fans, and we were uh, discussing uh, who was on our wish list as replacements for Jason Garrett, just in case we fall on on our face again and lose, uh, you know, either not make it into the playoffs or lose early in the playoffs, who would be on our wish list if Jerry were to pull the trigger and uh, can Jason Garrett. Uh, You know, the name that everybody has been talking about the last few years has been, you know, Bill Collar. Uh, John Gruden's name has been mentioned. Uh, But he brought up a name that would – you know, surpass both of those names. In my opinion, I don't think that will ever happen because I think he's enjoying his cush life of being an analyst. But I would love to see uh, Coach Dungey on the Dallas Cowboys sideline. Uh, strong Christian man, great football mind, ex NFL player, Super Bowl champion. Uh, actually, I give him credit for two Super Bowl championships. One with the Indianapolis Colts and another one with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because John Gruden came in and won basically with his players uh, the very next year. So the the foundation was laid. uh, They had knocked on the door, and he just basically changed residence before uh, he was able to uh, walk through the uh, previous door. But in a few short years, he turned around the Indianapolis Colts and uh, made them into a uh, significant power and in a Super Bowl champion so yeah Tony Dungy would be my first pick uh, overall if I were to get a wish list uh, of coaches to be uh, leading the Dallas Cowboys uh, I think there's a bunch of coaches that uh, this year will be out of a job We talked earlier and some of the coaches have turned things around like a uh, uh, coach Griciano at Tampa they're playing better ball a coach Hughes over at Jacksonville, they're playing better ball. They may even pull out another victory tonight. So it's, you know, will it be enough for them to hold on their jobs? I don't know. Possibly, possibly not. We'll see. But uh, I think there will be a couple of other longtime coaches who, who are on the hot seat. You've got Coach Gary Kubiak at Houston, Texas, who are not playing good football right now. He, are, he is going through some health issues, but he may just step down. Uh, John Fox, I believe, will stay with. Uh, uh, he'll stay with the Denver Broncos, even though he's gone through some health issues. Also, um, Mike Shanahan is one that may be in trouble uh, and may not uh, get renewed, or may be asked to step down, or or just may decide he's had enough. In either case, he's, he's one of those coaches that may uh, be looking uh, at a, a new uh, analyzing career uh, on Sunday mornings. So um, it'll be interesting to see what happens over the next uh, six to eight weeks. Um, there was some of these coaches, not only on the college level, but uh, not only on the pro level, but also on the college level. So uh, again, you're listening to the Motor Mouth Moseley Radio Show. I wanna thank you. I see a couple of folks in chat I've uh, been trying to respond as much as I could. Um, didn't have any callers tonight. Was hoping that somebody would call in and kind of rub my nose in the in the dirt. But uh, I, I believe that a lot of people are just kind of solemn tonight uh, with the passing of Mr. Mandela. Uh, to check back in on the game real quick, it looks like Houston uh, was driving, had the ball either in the red zone or right outside the red zone, and mm-hmm. uh, went forward on fourth and two. Uh, looks like Matt shot through an incompleted pass, so the ball should be turned over to Jacksonville. Um, they're way on commercial right now, so I'm not sure exactly how much time is left. And they actually may uh, not come back before the end of the show. I just want to uh, try to hold on and see if we can get a last-minute report on the game. But in either case, it looks like uh, Jacksonville may be securing another win, which to me is a big surprise. They must not want that first draft pick. Uh, I don't know which quarterback that they would take, but they definitely need a new one. Uh, So we'll see what happens. But you've been listening to the Motormouth Mosey Radio Show. It's uh, another beautiful Thursday night. My Scandaholics were doing their thing. Shonda Rhimes did her thing on the show tonight. Had a great time watching. Want to make sure you check out as much football as you can over the weekend. Want to give a shout-out to the crew at University of Maryhart and Baylor's women's basketball team. Best of luck this weekend. Thank you for listening in. Have a great weekend, and aloha.